Hello, basketball fans, and welcome to the Dave and Dia podcast. Starting at center from Portland, the wily veteran, Dave Deckard. And at guard from Los Angeles, the patron saint of rainbows and unicorns, your podcast MVP, Dia Miller. Hey guys, this is Dia Miller with Dave Deckard from the Dave and Dia podcast. This is Dave and Dia Daily. We are going to do this um, a couple times a week. If it, if it works well, we'll keep doing it. We have quite a topic for today. Um Woj dropped a, a bomb on us this morning, and this is the tweet. It says, the Clippers are trading Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson, and a future second-round pick to the Trailblazers for Norman Powell and Robert Covington, sources tell ESPN. It goes on to say that the Clippers are sending the Blazers a 2025 second-round pick via the Detroit Pistons. Um, this was a big move. We've been waiting for big moves, and we got one this morning. Dave, what do you, what do you think? We got to make this fast. Tell me what you're thinking. Cha-ching, cha-ching. It's all about money. I mean, Bledsoe has not a guaranteed contract next year. Uh, he'll probably either be bought out or he won't be brought back next year because they won't want to spend that money on him. His production's been declining and he's 32 years old and the Blazers need another scoring guard like, uh, you know, Bugs Bunny needs another joke. So uh, we are uh, not going to keep him. Uh, Justice Winslow has also been declining in production and has never really taken off, but he only makes $4 million next year. And uh, Johnson is on the first year of a rookie-scale contract, which means he'll be cheap. So the Blazers ducked under the luxury tax this year. They saved over $70 million on what they owed Norman Powell over five years, and that is why this deal was made. Yeah, to me, this is also probably the first of maybe a series of moves, I'm hoping. I think, you know, this Eric Bledsoe and Justice Winslow could be used as trade pieces. You, have you ever seen one of those little puzzles where you have to move all the pieces around to make one picture? It, the, the Blazers remind me of that right now, where you think you've got the picture together, but then you have to make a mess of the puzzle in order to get it back into place. And I feel like we're at the stage where the Blazers are a mess of a puzzle. There's all these things that are, you know, being thrown out there, and it, it just looks like a mess and no one really understands what's going on but i feel like there's more coming um i for one am uh, eric bledsoe and justice winslow i i don't see staying or i think they're going to end up being used or or signed and trade or whatever keon johnson is an interesting one for me i shoot g league games we've talked about this before on the podcast keon johnson is on the clippers currently and he plays regularly with the g league team that i shoot so i see him on a regular basis playing and he is a solid player he plays really good defense He's a little bit taller than our other guards, and and he's young. And these are all the things that we've been hoping for, some size, some defense, and, and some youth on this team. And I think we're getting that with him. I think he's got a high ceiling. You know, I've heard a lot of talk about the G League, and one of the things that I think is important to point out to Blazer fans who don't have a G League team is the G League is quite literally a developmental league. And so a guy like Keon Johnson, who's playing minutes with the Clippers on the NBA team, is playing in the G League to develop his game. He's getting more playing time there than he would in the NBA, and so he's going to develop quicker. You've got guys like I think about Cameron Payne and um, uh, Terrence Mann and um, Chris Middleton, who you love. He was in the G League. And Gary Payton Jr., a lot of these guys 
had significant time in the G League, and now they're playing solid minutes. So I think that is not something that we need to worry about. I'm excited about Keon. Well, absolutely. And your puzzle piece thing is apt because what the Blazers have done is they bought time. Uh, if they don't make another move at the deadline here, they're, they accomplish their main goal. They're underneath the tax line. They're not going to win a lot in the second half of the season. They weren't with Powell anyway, and they weren't with Covington. Uh, but they've also bought themselves future cap space so that if they want to, for instance, resign Yusuf Nurkic and resign Anthony Simons, even if the, that takes them over the luxury tax next year, that's not an absolute disaster. It's still not desirable, but they brought themselves some future options. So I think you've done they've done exactly what you said with the puzzle. Uh, also, uh, you know, Norman Powell was never going to be a good fit here at Small Forward. That that's like Wordle. You got the right letter, wrong slot, right? So uh, they they dumped him all together. They certainly are not filling up their roster, but they're allowing themselves flexibility to do more with the roster that they have. Yeah, and you know, I mean, we've kind of been looking at we need to build around Dame, we need to build around Dame, and, and while I still don't think that that's necessarily wrong, we may have to adjust our idea of what that looks like, and maybe building around Dame doesn't look like signing a bunch of players who are already seasoned veterans. Maybe it looks like signing younger guys who are going to develop quickly, and we win a championship near the end of Dame's career instead of in his prime. Well, it may not be that... That, that that's going to happen right now. We can't we can't go out and sign LeBron James, Giannis, and James Harden and still keep the roster that we have. I mean, we can't do that anyway. But it, we have to look at this from the perspective of what we've got to work with and how we can make this happen. Or it might be the beginning of a rebuild, but either way, that lottery pick this year is uh, a key, and the Blazers really need to get it, and now I think that's almost guaranteed. But here's here's the problem with, uh, well, let's rebuild around Dame, at least if you want to do it with trades. Y you only had, as we talked about, really seven tradable players to begin with, and you just lost two of them, and you did not replace them. Uh, Eric Bledsoe is not movable, uh, and Justice Winslow has no value, and Johnson is really kind of... Uh, cap ballast now so uh, you didn't that's the flaw in the plan you you weren't deep to begin with and you just got less deep so if they're going to rebuild around dame they're going to have to wiggle their way through an even tighter hole now we'll have to see uh if they can manage it yeah i i'm not totally down on this move i think there's some good things here i think it's really easy to look at the fact that we're losing norman powell and robert covington who are obviously loved players in the city of portland but i think that there's going to be some good that comes from this and i personally am glad to see moves being made and i think that you know we can be really upset about this or we can look forward to what's to come and hope that that's eventually a championship yeah well this was about undoing as much as doing and they sure undid it i mean the last thing we'll say is if you look for the cost that they paid for powell and covington it's nowhere near worth it i mean gary trent jr a couple of first round picks or the equivalent thereof uh, doesn't balance out what they got back. But they just did a pretty good job of step one of cleaning up the mess, and so we'll have to see what steps two through three look like. That's going to be Dave and Dia Daily. Come to spend five to seven minutes with us a couple mornings a week, and let's see how it goes. For Dia Miller, I'm Dave Deckard. Brand new Blazers roster now. Let's see how they do. A hater sees an opening down the lane, moves towards the hoop, but then Dia comes out of nowhere to swap the shot attempt away, saying, get that weak stuff out of here. Dave scoops up the loose ball. Now it's a fast break the other way with Dia. She's flying down the court. Dave sends her an alley-oop. She jams it. Boom, shakalaka. The crowd is on its feet saluting Dia. I tell you, if she isn't the rookie of the year, they really ought to just stop giving the award. What a talent. <laughs>